This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us, by the way. I appreciate it very much. Just talking to somebody in the hallway on the way to the... I'll use the restroom at the top of the hour if you guys all don't know that. You do now. I take a little walk, get get some water, use the restroom, do whatever I need to do. I was talking to somebody on the way back in about how it just likes... And I knew this was going to happen. Somebody, you know, God turned the light switch on for heat. We went from rainy, cool, to where all of a sudden now it's nice and it's hot, and it's currently, at least according to my uh, information, 87 degrees right now. So we went from uh, really kind of uh, cooler weather to it now being immediately hot almost overnight. And you know what? I'll take it. We're due, and it's fine by me. Kurt Rogers joining us now for our Monday Mortgage Minute from Affordable Interest Mortgage. Kurt, how are you, sir? How can you not be? we got summers finally here, and it's just getting ready to yeah. finish it up. No, I, Kurt, I'll, I'll take it. In fact, you, you you threw at me today, let's talk about the all-in-one loan. I was going to talk about that anyways because I've had a couple of people of late that, you know, I've been very involved with when it comes to their all-in-one, and some are, you know, questioning, is this the right thing for me? Should I be doing this and so on? And my advice is stay the course. Rates are not going to stay up like they are because, as we know, the all-in-one is adjustable, and rates will be up a little bit, or they are up a little bit right now from what they were. But I'll remind everybody that they're simple interest. You still have all the, the really line of credit that you have on that. It's still the most flexible mortgage you'll ever have, and you have the ability to do things with it you can't do elsewhere, and I'm still a big fan of it. So that was my answer. You're right on track. What a lot of people, it takes a while to understand because it's simple interest, every dollar you put in the account is basically paying you the same rate as you're paying on the mortgage. So if you put in a paycheck of $5,000, let's say, and the rate's 8%, they're going to pay you 8% on that money every Correct. day it's sitting there. Correct. They're going to plug it to your payoff, which lowers your payoff, which lowers your payment, which lowers the amount of interest paid. Correct. And, and, and what I'm trying to – and again, this is where a lot of folks – I think that have it even aren't utilizing it the way they should. And let me, and I'll take a minute here to explain this. I don't have a guess for a few minutes, so I can take a couple minutes here, Kurt, and do this. And uh, uh, the bottom line is you have to use it like your regular 
checking account. In fact, my advice to people to get this, and I know it's hard for some to do, but really, if you want to minimize your current checking account and savings again, checking account for everything that you do. So all money coming in versus all money going out, automatic payments, however you want to do it, you use it just like you would your normal bank account. And if you do that, you'll see, you'll see the benefits of, I think where a lot of folks miss the boat, Kurt, is they kind of use this as a sideline and they're not putting all of their money into it. They still have a savings account. They got a checking account, maybe multiple checking accounts, and all the money is not going on the all-in-one. You are so you're so correct on that. The hardest thing it is for people to understand the simple interest is it pays you what you're paying it. Right. And once you take all that lazy money that sits around at all these places that's making you nothing, and you yeah. let it. Sit yeah, in that's this, right. Well, I, I'll give you another example really quick, Kurt. I had somebody the other day that said, you know, we're going to open up a, a high-interest, American Express has a high-interest savings account. We're going to open up a high-interest savings account. I said, well, don't you have a all-in-one mortgage? Yeah. And I said, I guarantee you the rate, as good as it may be on your American Express, blah, 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 is not as good as what your all-in-one is. So why would you not just lower the balance on your all-in-one and pay you the same money? And it's tax-free. The all-in-one is basically giving it to you tax-free. Yeah, you're all in one. You're actually getting a deduction on your mortgage. You know, whatever interest you incur is a mortgage deduction at the end of the year. So even though we want to try to lower that as much as we can, you're going to actually pay money taxes, if you would, on whatever interest you earn on the other side. So why would you not just put it on your all in one? Yeah, if you sit down and you look at a spreadsheet, you can actually see how that works. And once you start doing that, that's why people are paying off their homes in eight, nine years now. Even with the rates where they are, they're still doing it. Correct. Because they're earning that on their money that they put in there till they spend it. Correct. Correct. So, again, I my advice to the few folks I've talked to of late, which probably would have called you, so I kind of, you know, I headed them off at the pass, if you would, Kurt, because there's no need to talk to you. I took care of it anyways. Bottom line, use it the way it's intended, and you'll still see the benefits from it. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right, and you do that, of course, 720-895-0500. As I say every week, Kurt takes over Haystack Help Radio on Tuesdays from noon to 1. What are you doing tomorrow, Kurt? We're going to be talking about the the appreciation rate on homes, no matter what everybody else tells you, and we're going to be doing a little talk on the uh, all-in-one. Awesome. All right, Kurt, as always, I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, if you ever need anybody, to, you know, if you need me to help you with any of these all-in-one folks, let me know. You got to take care. <laughs> All right, Kurt, take care. I uh, really appreciate Kurt again. Affordable interest mortgage. Kurt, if you want to call him directly, do so. 720-895-0500. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a 3-2-1 buy-down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And the MLS, 298-191, regulated by DOOR. 
All right, Geno's Auto Service, all of your vehicle needs, one-stop shopping. I was just had Steve on with me on Drive Radio, by the way, this past Saturday. So anything you need, give them a call. It's genosautoservice.com. And don't forget, Geno starts with a J. Geno's Auto Service in Littleton is celebrating 40 years in business. This month, get a $50 NAPA prepaid Visa card with a qualifying NAPA brake purchase of $250 or more. Have you had your brakes checked recently? At Geno's, we recommend checking them every 5,000 miles. Stop in this month and we'll check your brakes for free. Should you need brakes, now is the time to take advantage of Geno's anniversary NAPA brake special. For 40 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we back up our work with NAPA's nationwide, peace of mind, 36-month, 36,000-mile warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all our Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of our business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Group Insurance Analysts, they're a broker. They'll shop the best insurance for you and your need. Business, health, auto, home, you name it. G-I-A, sorry, E-G-I-A.com. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of Medicare options so that you get the right plan to fit your needs and at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is a Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplements, a standalone prescription plan, long-term care, or final expense insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, 303-423-0162, or go online to e-gia.com. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Uh, by the way, thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it, appreciate it very much. And if you ever miss an episode or even a segment, Producer Ann does a really great job of even segmenting out the hours where if there's a particular thing you wanted to re-listen to, it, she makes it really easy for you to do that. Go to RushToReason.com, click on the show notes section, and under that you will see what I'm talking about where things are segmented out per hour. You can listen to an entire hour, different segments, a lot of the different links and things we have from different uh, guests that are on throughout the week, if there's a particular book or a particular thing they talk about or a blog post they've written, something along those lines, we usually link all of that up as well to make it really easy for you guys to go back and find things without having to search all over the place for them. So producer Ann does a great job of that. Larry Barron's joining us now, Power of the Future. Welcome, Larry. Hey, so I should say welcome back, back, Larry. <laughs> Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, always a joy to have you. And, you know... I, 
when I saw this come up the other day, I mean, I always love having you on anyways, but this particular you know headline for you uh, really resonated. It seems like every time we have some sort of major problem in this country, any kind of devastation, it's climate change we blame. It doesn't matter whether it's cold or hot or in between, it's climate change. It, it really is. You know, it reminds me when I was a kid and, you know, not just not cleaning my room, but not getting good grades, not uh, picking up after myself downstairs. Uh, Mom and Dad, it all has to do with you not paying me enough allowance. And yeah. I wish I would have thought of that racket when I was yeah. a kid. It would have worked out really well. Uh, okay. And, and you know, to be – and, by the way, agree with that. And, you know, there was always, you know, always something along those lines. And, and, and really, we've gone from shifting things from, you know, the alarm was – I don't know. When I was a kid, it was the Cold War. It was the Ice Age that was coming. It's this. It's, I mean, there's always some sort of fear that's propagated out by, you, you know, the other side. And, and now, of course, it's climate change. And, you know, it, does the climate change? Well, yeah, I think, Larry, we go through cycles like we always have had. I've been in Colorado 58 years. I've watched it even here in, our, in my home state. And frankly, things today aren't any different than they were when I was a kid. It just cycles up and down and moves around. And the reality is we cannot blame every, every major thing that comes along on climate change. You're, you're absolutely right. But yet that's the, you know, no pun intended, environment that we live in. Because when we see anything that happens, we see folks from the left say, this is climate change. Oh, is it hot in June? Well, yeah, it's climate change. Cold in December? Well, yeah, but they say, no, this is special cold because of climate change. And I'm sure you're seeing it because of the wild weather you've had in, in the Colorado area. You know, over here in Missouri, it's been dry. So both of those are climate change, right? right. When all the moisture falls in Colorado before it gets to Kansas or Missouri, well, that's climate change. But when we get a little extra of the rain, that's climate change, too. And, and it sounds so elementary, John, but it is really, a, you know, let's just call it what it is. It's an absolute green racket. It it's is. scheme that always goes to their answer of government needs more money to change the weather and government needs more power to change the weather. Um, it has been, and I interview a lot of people outside of yourself in this arena, so I, it's pretty, to me, it's pretty, it's pretty crystal clear. This is a money grab. It's from the taking of one to another. Uh, it, it's pet projects. I, I mean, I know for a fact that even the, the climate, quote-unquote, scientists that will, you know, quote-unquote, have a consensus, which, by the way, science is never a consensus, but that's what they'll claim. You know, the consensus from X amount of scientists is the Earth is warming or the Earth is cooling or the Earth is doing this, that, or the other. The problem, Larry, and you know this firsthand, the people that say that, they say that because if they want continued funding, they don't have any choice to say that because about the time they disagree, their funding dries up. Yeah, absolutely. Sponsored science is the absolute name of the game. But it's not only for the whole, you know, I'll call it the environmental academia community. It's also for politicians, right? I mean, True. just south of you, in New Mexico, last year, they had the largest wildfire in state history. Now, this year, it looks like Ireland has gotten so much moisture. But last year, they had the largest wildfire, and the governor said that in our state of state, you know. Climate change exasperated this problem. No, it was the Forest Service setting prescribed burns that got out of control. The Forest Service decided that, you know what, late June or early June is a great time to set a prescribed burn. And lo and behold, it turned into the largest wildfire in the history yeah. of the state. We saw the same thing in California. Massive wildfire, climate change was blamed. It turned out it was an absolute arsonist. And so they never go back to 
no. you know, correct there. No. I'll say their misconception, but we all know it is. It was really a lie. They knew it at the time, but they still got to push it because everything's climate change. The other problem we have, and I saw this yesterday driving up through our own mountains here, Larry, and, and some of this you can see right from the roadway. You don't have to even get back into the forest to see. You can literally see it right from I-70, and that is the total mismanagement of our forest. We're doing nothing, nothing here in Colorado that I know of. If there's something going on, somebody please tell me. But as I drive around and look and I see nothing, read nothing, we are literally, Larry, doing absolutely zero to manage the forest, clean out some of the areas that have a lot of undergrowth, get rid of the dead trees from the beetle kill. On and on we go. We are not doing any of that, even the way we used to as I was a kid. And then we wonder why when we get a spark that starts something, it just burns and burns and burns because we didn't manage anything on the front side. You're, you're absolutely right. And you know what? Nobody knows us better than you and folks in the West because we've all had those days where there's haze in the city because of a nearby wildfire. But isn't it fascinating when it happened in New York for the same reason, bad forest management in Canada, New Yorkers freaked out. And all yep. of a sudden, well, this happens to people. That, well, you know what? Folks in Denver know it really well. They handle it really well. <laughs> Charlie but and I were mentioning the same thing. We've got all these people on the East Coast because, you know, everything lives and dies there, of course, Larry. So everybody in the East Coast thinks sure. it's just awful. We, that's, that's like a normal occurrence for us in the summertime anymore, Larry. It is. And it, it's that whole, you know, paradigm of it's not real until it happens in New York. No, it's right. real before it happens in New York. But the folks in Colorado know what the folks in New York learned this this season is that it's bad forest management has very real consequences. And you're right. One spark, whether it's natural by lightning or, you know, a Democrat donor in California setting things on fire, yep. is going to make for a devastating situation. And so the time to take care of that is to go into our forest and say what is healthy, what is not. But environmentalists will never let you do that. They will never let if, if they have their way, it would be untouched. One guy would take a picture, shut the door on the forest, and none of us would ever be able to look at it again right. except for that picture. And That's right. sadly, that is what has brought us to this situation when it comes to terrible wildfires. Larry, I'm no scientist, but I've done enough studying and reading to know that CO2 is, number one, not a bad thing. In fact, there's uh, CO2 that a lot of our growers here in Colorado, because of the marijuana end of things, pump into rooms to actually make the plants grow better, be more nutritious, and so on. So the reality is uh, higher CO2 does not lead to global warming. Higher CO2 does not make the planet disappear. Higher CO2 actually makes things flourish. And the reality is we haven't raised it enough to even make any difference on what we're talking about anyways but the bottom line is even if it were it's not a bad thing it's not it's absolutely plant food but it, it points to you make a great point it points to the the shifty sands that environmental stand on you know i know out west that there's always talk of water you know water yep. we need to preserve it we need to protect here and, and no one would disagree with that but let's be clear they come after industries they come after the energy industry they come after the agriculture industry. that's right you know heaven forbid you'd be a rancher that gives your accounts some water. No, you can't have that. Well, there was that. a big but article here of late in some of the publications, Larry, about alfalfa and the fact that here in the West, a lot of farmers here all the way down through Arizona and California grow alfalfa and the fact that it uses so much water and blah, blah, blah. Never mind the fact that it also feeds a lot of animals that we rely on to feed our entire nation and really the world, Larry. Let's not forget that part of it, but alfalfa is bad. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great example because they look at it and say, well, look at all the water it's using. Okay, well, if I switch to marijuana, what if I grow marijuana? Right. You, we, are you, am I right. okay to use the water exactly. there? And yes, 
the answer is yes. It's perfectly well, okay. and, and the reality, and so, Larry, and I know this is a little bit off topic, but the whole water discussion, had we had foresight and spent some money in the right areas, built some storage even in, in, in all places, Colorado, Utah, uh, New Mexico, uh, Wyoming even, and all the way to California, if we built more storage, which, by the way, we've not done, California being one of the, uh, the biggest um, – uh, faults in this, if you would. If they'd have built more storage, the amount of rain we've had this last spring and summer here in Colorado and throughout that whole area, uh, Larry, we could have stored enough water to have been fine for many, many, many years. The problem is we don't have any storage because California and other states and the environmental movement won't allow that. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I've seen it. I mean, we can look at the, the dams that are built in this country, and they were built in a pretty close period of a couple of decades, you know, give or yep, take a few that's of right. them. Because environmentalists have stopped them ever since then. And, and I saw that in, when I lived in southwest New Mexico. You know, there's a river down there, and they said, hey, we'd like to divert some of the water. Not every year, in fact, not every year, period. It would only be when we get so much rain that we would have this amount of water. And the environmentalists said, no, but it's exactly what you're talking about. It would have been a nice you know, aqua savings account, as it were, when there are dry years. It, it, it's just human nature to say, you know what, when things are good, we're going to preserve some of this, yep. but when things aren't as good. But environmentalists... And, and, and now, Larry, that's sense. where I am an environmentalist. If we're doing things correctly and we're being good stewards and we're gleaning in the years that we can and we're saving up for the years that we don't have it, that's good environmentalism. We're not doing that, though. So in my opinion, these environmentalists aren't even environmentalists. They're just a bunch of whack job activists. You're absolutely right. They're, they're keyboard warriors who, if they were to live what they preach, they would give up their house they would give up their phone, they would give up their computer, and they'd start planting next right. year's dinner. That's but they're right. not going to do that because they're going to be hypocrites and demand that you live in such a way that they don't want to live themselves. Well, as I've always said, and, and my cohort, Andy, we say the same thing on an ongoing basis, Larry, that is the other side is really in, in the environmental movement and in the whole climate change nonsense. Not only is it a fleecing of people with, you know, with their money, uh, but by doing so, they're controlling individuals as well. This is a control movement, not an environmental movement. You're absolutely right. And we can see it right now the presidential race. If you were to ask President Biden today, what have you done for the environment? He's going to say, look at the money I spent. Yeah. You need to have the success based on how much tax dollars right. they've spent. That's because right. if they go with those measures that they said were important, they're colossal failures. And those measures, really, what they're doing are not moving the needle. But it's okay because all their friends are getting rich. And yep. to your point, they're getting more control over our lives. That's exactly right. Larry, how do folks find you, sir? They can go to powerthefuture.com, or they can send all their angry emails to Larry at powerthefuture.com. Love you, Larry. Thanks so much for joining us. It's always a joy, sir. Always great to talk with you. Stay cool out there. You bet we will, Larry. Appreciate it very much. Absolute electrical, plumbing, heating, air. Speaking of staying cool, we talked to Ian earlier uh, in the 3 o'clock hour on how to do that, and the quiet cool system can save you a lot of money this time of the year as it's cool at night, yet warm during the day. Slow down the use of that air conditioner by having a quiet cool system. Call them today. Go to klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. 
The U.S. Department of Energy calls Quiet Cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a Quiet Cool attic or whole house fan installed with Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a Quiet Cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com/absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Golden Eagle Financial, make sure your financial plan works. It's in order and it's going to get you where you need to go. Call out today, find him at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care, sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com slash money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. High Five Plumbing is next, folks. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Keep that number handy. Nothing worse than plumbing problems, so that's the number to have at bay. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Now, I'm going to play something that takes about three and a half minutes or so to play, and I may talk a little bit through this, although most of this speaks for itself. And I am actually shocked that the leftist journalists in the... White House press corps actually did this. And I've watched this several different times, and this is not edited. This is not, you know, somebody that's gone out and, you know, how you can piece things together and makes things really kind of sound like 
they're not. And I've double checked this, and this is I've, again I've looked at this in multiple places, and it's literally exactly what happened. And again, I now I'm not shocked at Fox News Ducey who kind of gets this ball rolling, but I am shocked at the way it follows or the way they follow and literally will not let this thing drop no matter how much um it's it's uh, what's her what's her first name i can always get that one off charlie what's pierre's uh jean pierre kareem I, i'm sorry but anyways our press secretary and you'll you'll hear her frustration by the way through this let me make sure my sound is working here and ready to go charlie and i'll hit play to the state dinner last night. Um, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision-making of why uh, the president decided to invite So Hunter was at the state dinner. I'll turn that off, Charlie, my bad. I thought I had that off already. Um, so Hunter was at the state dinner, and they're asking why. I'm just not going to get into family discussion, personal family discussion. As you know, Hunter is his son. I'm just not going to get Let into it. This. If, if- now, all right, I got to stop. If that were Donald Trump, and Don Jr. had done the things that Hunter had admitted to and got a slap on the wrist, believe you me, they would be questions coming into the White House press secretary about that. Trust me. Trust me. And it would be a lot harder than even what she's having to field. Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son. Would he have invited someone who had just reached a plea agreement with federal prosecutors? Well, two a couple of things. Again, that's his son. It's a, he's a family member. It is not uncommon for family members to attend uh, events at the White House. You could look at past presidents. I'm sure you have. So that is not uncommon. Uh, as it- okay, difference being, past presidents' sons have not been accused of and admitted to doing the same things Hunter Biden has done. And keep in mind, the charges against Hunter Biden were reduced to parking tickets from what they really were, which was significant child porn. For all of you listening, which you would all agree with me, those of you on the left, maybe not, but child porn is nothing to shake a stick at. Nor, in my opinion, is it something to give a parking ticket over. Again, Duggard, who is a conservative who we did not agree with, and I'm glad he's in jail because I am not, I'm not going to give anybody a pass on that whatsoever, and Hunter shouldn't have got one either. This is not some... You know, parking ticket scenario. This is a guy that is an absolute scum of the earth son who's hanging around the White House. Sorry, I have a problem with that. I don't care if he's family or not. It's to anything uh, uh, related to uh, to Hunter. I'm just not going to respond to it from here. Can I follow up on that? Okay, so we're shifting gears to go to another reporter now. Okay, just just so you all know what's happening. We're going to another reporter. I just called in somebody. Go ahead. Yeah. So, but I mean, so Kirby wouldn't answer James's question, though. Are you going to answer the question? I mean, not, not a reasonable question to ask no, when the president I, of the United States was involved, as this message seems to suggest, in some sort of a coercive conversation for business dealings by a son. Is that something? <clears throat> if he wasn't, then maybe you should tell us. So that. here's a. Okay. So this is another reporter basically saying, "Hey, we've seen the messages. It's public now. Doesn't matter that Hunter just got a slap on the wrist for something that, you know." Some plea deal, which is essentially what happened. We want to know the real answers here. Was Joe Biden, president of the United States, involved in these things? And the press, to their credit, is not letting this go. And I appreciate the question. I believe my colleague uh, at the White House Council uh, has answered this question. Really quick, let's divert. She's pivoting now. Let's divert. Let's not answer the question. Let's pivot. 
president already has dealt with this, has uh, uh, made it very clear. I just don't have anything to share outside of what my colleagues have shared, uh, and so I would refer you to him and the, D and the DOJ. Just not going to comment from here. I will, what I okay, again, another reporter from the crowd, as you can hear. So we've got the third reporter now involved in this conversation can tell you is I know that my colleague has dealt with this. He, he uh, addressed this at the White House Council. I just don't have anything else to share. I just, I just answered the question. I just answered the question. Yes or no, was the president involved in the shakedown attack? Stephen, Stephen, I just answered the question. I just said, I just... Okay, she just said, but no, she did not answer the question. Okay, she said, but no, she did not answer the question it's not up to you how i answer the question i just answer the question by telling you my colleagues at the white house council has dealt with this and i would refer you to them go ahead can you just remind us what your colleague said from the white house council so we have it i would i would i would refer you to them and they will share their statement with all of you about your statements from that podium you've stated that the president stands by his comment from the 2020 campaign that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with his son. And you stood at that podium yeah. and you reaffirmed that. Do you stand by your reaffirmation? I, what I will say is nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. How has nothing, well, I guess nothing's changed because he was a criminal then and he still is one. Is that what she's trying to say here? Nothing's changed in that regard? Nothing has changed, and I will leave it there. Anything else, I will refer you to the White House Counsel. I just answered the question. You asked, you just asked me, do, does my statement change? I just told you nothing has changed. That's answering the question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Stephen. I'm calling on your colleague right now. Go ahead. Thank you. To, to follow up on my colleague, is there any... <laughs> to follow up on my colleague, I'm not letting you off the hook. Here we go. ...that you can say with regard to this text message and what the president's son was alleging. Was the president there or not? I would refer you to my colleagues at the White House Council. They have addressed this, and I refer you to them. Go ahead. Karine, have you spoken to the president about this? Have you asked him? Okay, well, this is like... This is like Reporter number six, if I'm counting correctly, that's now in this conversation that they are not going to let this thing go. Whether he was there with his son on July 30th. This is not a conversation that I've had with the president. Again, I would refer you to the White House counsel. Do you plan to have that conversation no. with the president? No. No. Why would I want to go down something and know the truth to something that I'm standing behind the comment I made some two years ago? You see where I'm going with this, folks? What a bunch of hooey. Did the president speak with the attorney general at all? I can't. I, I, I cannot say uh, if the president uh, had had a conversation with the attorney general last night. What I can refer you to is the White House Counsel's Office as it relates to the uh, allegations. Uh, they've already addressed this. This is something for them to deal with. I refer you to the Department of Justice. In other words, I'll leave it at that. She's not going to give the answers that the press corps wants to hear because she doesn't want to give out real truthful answers because she in fact in my opinion knows what the truth is she just doesn't want to share that with those reporters and as i said earlier i am absolutely shocked that the left not leaning but the left other than Ducey, press corps is even going down this path they are, this is one of the few times that i have actually seen them not give them a pass on this this is sort of the American public want to know, are you going to give us the answers that you guys know well 
you know, you're well sure of what they are, but you're not going to share them with us. This is the first time in a long time where I've actually seen the press corps turn on their own. And it's kind of, sorry about that, Charlie. That, that's kind of amazing to me that they're actually doing that. I, I did not, honestly, folks, I would not have anticipated that. And several of you sent me this clip, and then I went out and, of course, researched it and found it in different places. And this clip is not hard to find, by the way. And as you could tell, that was not a doctored-up clip anywhere, any way, shape, or form. Our press secretary answered those questions. You could hear the frustration. You could see it if you watch this, actually. You can even see the utter disdain in her eyes and face at the press corps that they will not let this go. Evidently, and this is my thought, they didn't get the memo to start with that they shouldn't be going down this path. They all just thought, you know what? If this is thrown out there, we want answers. Let's just keep asking. And like I said, five, six of them just kept hounding and hound- basically until she finally just shut the whole thing down and I'm not answering any more questions about it. Now, keep in mind, she's the press secretary. It's her job to know these things. It's her job to know, did the president speak to the attorney general last night at the dinner? That's her job. She was there, by the way. Guaranteed, she was there. It's what she's paid to do. She knows full well who the president talked to the night before. Again, it's her job. It's what she's paid to do. She's just choosing not to answer the question, and is referring everybody to the DOJ and the other spokesperson. In other words, let's pass the buck because I'm not going to answer that. Now, I can guarantee you that if Sarah Huckabee, our then press secretary under President Trump, or McEnany, if those two had been asked these questions, they would have been expected to have answered them. That I can guarantee you. And had they not answered them, they would have been drugged through the mud. So not only do we have two levels of justice, or three, I said on the National Crawford Roundtable last week, not only do we have three levels of justice in this country, we have two levels of who we're going to drag through the mud or not when it comes to press secretaries, whether they're Democrat or Republican. We just saw that. Again, I don't, want to re- I don't need to remind you all that if this had been Spicer which I'd never liked, by the way, but if this had been Spicer, Huckabee, or McEnany, they wouldn't have heard the end of it. If the roles are reversed, and Eric or Don Jr. had been caught up in the same thing that Hunter Biden was doing, and had admitted to doing it and got a slap on the wrist for doing it, there would be hell to pay in the Trump administration. And I don't use that term loosely. We wouldn't be hearing the end of it today, by the way. In fact, it would have ruined Donald, Trump, you know, Donald Trump's chance of ever running again, period, had that happened. Mark my words on that one. Now, does Donald Trump have those kinds of kids? No, he does not. You, you, it's not happening. That I can rest assured. I can tell you that. You know, I, would, I would bet my life on Eric and Don Jr. never doing the things Hunter's done. And how can I say that? Look at their record. Look at the way they, you know, they've been brought up. Look at what they've done in his business. Look at where they're at today. It is polar, polar opposites of Hunter Biden. 
you can't even put those two boys of Donald Trump's in the same sentence as Hunter Biden. It won't happen. They are that far apart from each other. And all the press was asking is, hey, what do you know and what are you going to tell us? And our press secretary today won't answer those questions. The reason I wanted to play this was for a lot of you that are on the left that, are, that listen to me. You should be ashamed of yourself that that's your party and the fact that you won't even answer these questions. And you're going to prop up Hunter Biden to be some sort of saint, which he's far from. The other thing about all of this is as a Christian myself, somebody that's willing to forgive, I'm willing to forgive when somebody admits to their wrong and, asks, and, and apologizes and then asks for forgiveness. In the case of Hunter Biden, he's done none of. Joe Biden has done none of. They've been caught with their hand in the cookie jar, and it's like the two-year-old that gets caught that won't admit the cookies in their hand. You know, where did that come from, Johnny? You know it came from the cookie jar, the cookies in their hand. But Johnny's not going to admit it because he knows he's going to be in trouble. That's the Biden family right now. They've been caught red-handed but aren't going to admit to anything that's gone on. And, and, And the press secretary, by the way, is going to go along with them, mainly because she's been told to, I'm sure. Extreme Auto Repair is up next, folks. They want to help you with all of your car repair needs, whatever you need. And as we get into the 4th of July week next week, Independence Day, Make sure your vehicle is ready to go, and their schedule will be full and fuller as we get closer to the weekend. So if there's something you need, you need to get that taken care of right now. Find them at klzradio.com. Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract, making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. Brakes can lose grip under the increased strain. Fluids can get backed up or coagulate. Belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE certified master mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today. Flesh Law Firm, anything you need. Kevin Flesh is my personal attorney, and he'd love to take care of you as well. His, his number, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Back. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. 
Fleshenbeck Law. They get results. K&R Home Transitions, anything you need when it comes to selling your home, buying a home, they take the stress out of it. You get two realtors for the price of one. And don't forget to ask about the Re-Up program. Find them today at klzradio.com. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay, that doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and Re-Up. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. One little segment left here is all, and I'm going to slip a article in that Charlie sent me. I'd seen it uh, as well, and that is that Casa Bonita, who is now, which is, let me say that correctly, which is now open for business on a limited basis, I believe. It's an appointment, yeah, appointment-only deal, and mainly mainly from media and their email list and things like that. But it, it is, there's been postings, and people have commented on it and so on. Now, I've also, this just kills me. I'm going to talk about this tomorrow, by the way. I have a, a topic. My, my wife actually uh, gave me this idea this morning. I'm going to do this tomorrow with Andy and I. Why is it some conservatives feel as entitled as lefties? I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. So that's in my topics for tomorrow. But I've seen some people, even conservatives, posting about Casa Bonita and their new prices. which just kills me that conservatives would do this. It's like... If you don't like your prices, then don't go. But don't post about it, you moron. If you don't like it, then tough noogies. Don't go. Are their prices more now than they were? Absolutely they are. They will be. The experience should be double, if not triple, what it was prior. I mean, not knocking the place, because it was an experience in and of its own towards the end. So not necessarily knocking that, but was it for everyone the way it was? No, it was not. It was getting pretty run down, pretty ragged. There's stories even about the, the kitchen staff and what they had to work through. And it was just not the best environment to be in for customers and or workers. Let's just, let, am I fair in saying it that way, Charlie? Still a neat place, but not what it is now. They went through, if you haven't seen this yet, they went through a $40 million renovation. Not four, 40, four zero. They spent a boatload of money. They had to redo everything from even the 
the way that the, the sand traps and the sewage and the drainage and all of that works to the different kitchens, to the bars, to the inside, to the pool, to you name it. The line in, how you're served, the whole nine yards. They, they redid the entire thing. And I've seen several conservatives post that by the time you're done taking a family of four there, it's going to be a bill of about 250 bucks, something along those lines. By the time you do the meals, by the time you go to Bart's Cave, you know, you know, Black Bart's Cave and blah, 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 and spend some money at the arcade and so on and so forth, it's an event. And yes, folks, it's an event. Which, when I was a kid and you went to Casa Bonita, it was an event. That's what it was designed for. It was sort of like a mini amusement park inside that you could still go to and eat and have fun and bring people from out of town and so on. And that's what it was when I was a kid. And I'm hoping it gets back to that. And if it's 250 bucks, it's 250 bucks. I can guarantee you, I can look at these people's posts on their pages that are whining about the price and find other things they spend money on that are just as much, that cost just as much. Now, if you're just going to go for a meal, no, 250 bucks for family of four is a lot of money for a meal. I get that. But is $250 for family of four when it's a whole event and you can go spend several hours there? Most of, you, most of those same people go to boondocks and other places like that and spend it on go-karts and arcades and other things. So where's the difference? And now, I'm not defending Casa Bonita, but I guess in a way I am. They spent $40 million. They got to get that back somehow. It's called capitalism, folks. The same people that love capitalism will whine about their prices. Instead of whining, don't go then. If you don't like it, oh well, then don't go. Now, the article I was going to talk about, got sidetracked, was they're not going to take tips. They've included about double the wages that they used to pay for everybody that works there, bartenders, servers, and so on. And the average will be about $30 an hour, I think is what I read, Charlie, roughly. But no tips. Now, if you're a bartender on a really busy night, that's probably underpaid. If you're a server on a really busy night with a lot of families coming in and there's tables of 6, 8, 10, 12 people, you're probably underpaid as, uh, again. Because you can make big tips on some of those. I, personally, hate restaurants with no tips. Because I am a guy that believes in paying people and rewarding them for a job well done. So I like tips. I'm one of those guys. If you serve me well, I'll tip you well. You don't serve me so well, I'll still tip, but not so well. I have never in my entire life that I can remember never left a tip, no matter how bad the service was. Just, I kind of feel like, well, I'll gauge it, but you're not going to get much. Now, when I'm also the type where if it's that bad, I won't go back. So I may leave a little tip, but I'm not going back. And, and or if I go back, I'm going to say, listen, I don't want that server. They were bad the last time. I don't want them again. I'm not the type. I'm not a Karen, and I'm not going to send an email or a text message or go on social media and complain about the place. N- n- number one, I don't have time. Number two, don't care. Number three, I'll deal with it the next time I go. Or I just won't go back, which I try to coach all of my clients on. That's the majority of most people, by the way. Only the Karens go on social media and whine. Or need the manager or whatever. Most people that get upset with a business just don't go back. That's why it's very important as a business to make sure you have people that are served well that come back. Because you can't build a business otherwise. Side note. Will I go to Casa Bonita once I have the full ability to go? Yes. Do I like the fact that they don't, you you can't give a tip? No, actually I do not like that. Charlie and I were wondering what are they going to do with folks that actually still leave one. 
Are the servers going to be able to take it? Are they going to collect that? Does it go in a big pool? Does it go in a fun money you know, pool where they can all go do something as employees? I have no idea, by the way. It's not in the article, so I don't know. I, I'm guessing that most people will be highly suggested not to leave a tip. I can, I can imagine there'll probably be signs around and even things probably on your menu about no tips and so on. But you know, people still will. And what happens then? I don't have an answer for that. Will it keep me from going? There's a couple of other restaurants that my wife and I go to where there is no tips accepted. I, I struggle with those because it's sort of like, yeah, you know, I want to leave you something if you give me good service. The other thing I struggle with on the no tip thing is typically tips are incentives to give you better service. The better the service, the better the tip. So the places we go to, we typically get served pretty well because they know us and they know I tip pretty well. I like that. I like being served. When I go out to eat, I like to be served. It's the idea of going out. So I'm not going to go to Bacasa Bonita and come back and whine about the prices. Just not going to do that. If I don't like the prices, I won't go. For example, I don't like the price of Disney World. I don't like their politics either, but I'm not going. I'm not going to spend that kind of money. Not because I can't. I just won't. I don't feel it's enough of a value for me to go. If I feel like Casa Bonita after going one time is enough value, will I go again? I absolutely will. If it's fun, the environment is great, it's, it's entertaining, and so on, will I go back? Absolutely. Keep in mind, going to the movies anymore, if you take a family of four to the movies, it's going to be 100 bucks minimum. Am I right, Charlie, on that? Might be even low. I might be on the low side. By the time you buy you know, all your concessions and the tickets and so on, I'll bet my 100 bucks isn't far off. And that's just to go to the movies. Casa Bonita should be a better experience than that. Veteran Windows and Doors, speaking of great experiences, great service, great fun, by the way, because Dave's a great guy to have around. That is Veteran Windows and Doors, 40% off right now. Call him by going to klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors is driven to serve you better than any other window company, ensuring they do what's right for your home and your budget. Owner Dave Bancroft will meet with you to review your window and door ideas while working within your budget. Veteran Windows and Doors wants you to be in the driver's seat from the first meeting to the installation. Veteran's website portal is designed for the customer with 24-7 support and scheduling. Their customers tell them how refreshing it is to get responses from Dave, not a service center. Dave creates a detailed job report before his team steps into your home. He plans by taking precise measurements and remains in contact with you throughout the project. He takes before and after pictures to ensure your satisfaction. And these are available to you in the website portal. For unmatched customer service you can afford, go to klzradio.com slash window and schedule your new windows and doors. klzradio.com slash window. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, I know I'm about out of time, but $12... In 1976, which is probably the first time I went to Casa Bonita shortly after it opened, would be $64 today. So, folks, I don't think they're far off on their prices when you look at inflation and what they should be getting for a really good experience going to Casa Bonita. I'll leave it at that. Andy and I will talk more about why are some conservatives so entitled. That's tomorrow. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.